Rural Health Voice, Episode 97, Student Leadership. Welcome to the Rural Health Voice. I am Beth O'Connor, your host. We discuss rural health issues at the grassroots level and how state and federal policy play out in our local communities. How can students get involved in VRHA and why should they do so? Joshua McCray, UVA Clinical Research Coordinator, joined me to discuss his experiences as a VRHA student board member. Well, welcome, Josh. Hi, Beth. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great you're able to join us. We know you're real busy. You know, you're at UVA right now as a, a clinical research coordinator, but thinking back, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a little kid? What did you think about? When I was a kid, I think I had a lot of things I wanted to be. I hopped around a lot. At first, I think I settled on veterinarian um, and then hopped over to wanting to go into medicine. Um, and right before I entered college, I actually wanted to be a history professor. So um, oh. circled back that, around to medicine. <laughs> that, that, that's a wide range. Why did you finally land on medicine? It's always kind of been something I'm interested in, but I wasn't as aware of all of the different aspects of medicine that you can go into. And uh, kind of the, one of the reasons I circled back around was the public health aspect. I learned about public health for the first time in organic chemistry, actually. My professor at the time, Dr. Margie Tucker, who recently retired from UVA Wise, used to kind of chat about public health sometimes before we get started in class while waiting for other students to come in. And one day she said kind of an offhand comment about how important it is to have safe access to drinking water. And it, it seems silly, but I'd never really thought about how something so simple or not really simple, but something that I took for granted um, was one of the biggest social determinants of health. Um, and it was actually one of the first times I heard about social determinants of health. And it really intrigued me and piqued my interest and kind of inspired me to look into public health as a field. And we certainly know there are places in Southwest Virginia and Appalachia that don't have safe drinking water. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was after hearing from Dr. Tucker and speaking with her and um, kind of pondering on what she'd said for a few weeks, I started looking for research opportunities to get involved on a public health project and actually ended up working on the first subject that kind of piqued my interest, the drinking water. I ended up getting a research project, getting on as an assistant on a joint project. It was through UVA-Y's, the University of Virginia and Virginia Tech, and ended up interning with the Center for Global Health Equity at UVA and working on a systematic review and meta-analysis on drinking water contamination in Appalachia. There you go. Putting stuff to work. <laughs> Trying to. Absolutely. And you are currently a student representative to the VRHA Board of Directors. Why did you decide that that was something you wanted to do? As soon as I heard about it, it piqued my interest. And I was working at the time as a community health worker at the VDH. And my supervisor forwarded it to me in an email and said, hey, I think this is something that given your interests and your career goals that you'd be interested in. And I immediately was like, wow, how did I, how have I not heard of this group? And how can I get involved? And with the student representative aspect, um, I was really excited to apply and even more excited when I found out I was accepted because my interest in public health combined with the rural aspect really kind of drives home what I want to do in medicine. 
And so given that it was a public health kind of opportunity, and specifically in rural areas like my hometown of Wise, um, I jumped at the opportunity to be able to get involved and hopefully make an impact. And you've served on the board for almost a year now, and you opted in for a second year. What value do you feel you received for being a student representative to the board that made you want to do it again? There's so much. Uh, gosh, I, for one, I think the people that I've met, all of the different groups and people and organizations that I've had the opportunity to interact with who share a similar passion for public health and rural health in America has been one really inspiring and two has really motivated me to keep moving down this path. I've seen a lot of the challenges that rural America is facing, but also got to meet a lot of the people who are helping try to solve these issues. And it's been really inspiring to see the work that they've done and to meet people who share a similar passion that I do. I also think that serving on the board has helped me grasp better the issues that rural America is facing. I think we hear about them a lot. You kind of think, oh, well, somebody should really tackle that. Serving on the board as a student member, I've gotten to interact with those issues kind of firsthand and try and help problem solve with some solutions on how can we tackle this? How can we get involved? And so that's, I guess, two of the big reasons that I was interested in hopping on for another year, but there's so many. And as a student representative, you had the opportunity to be part of the Rural Health Policy Institute in D.C. and meet directly with members of Congress and their, their staff. What was that like? That was an incredible opportunity. I'd always been intrigued on the workings of Capitol Hill. And I guess before that opportunity, I didn't really understand how accessible our congressmen and women are. It was a really eye-opening opportunity to meet with people who are making policy decisions and have the opportunity to meet with people on both aisles of Congress, um, Republicans and Democrats, and kind of set political affiliations aside to talk about an issue that I think everyone can get involved in, and rural health care. I think it was, I think I said it before, but inspiring is really a word that comes to mind because coming back from that opportunity, I decided I wanted to pursue policy and public policy and combine that with my interest in public health. Sure. And, you know, it was interesting. You, We got to meet with members of Congress and their staff, and there's so much you hear on the media that tries to make Congress into us and them, good and bad. But they are actually concerned about what's going on with their constituents from every background. Yeah, absolutely. And it was really exciting to see that side of Congress on the other side of the news and kind of be part of their day-to-day and getting to meet with them. And I thought it was really interesting how many of the congressmen and women we did get to meet with given their busy schedules, but also how supportive and intrigued and um, helpful the staffers were and how, you know, welcoming and taking notes and um, even some of them following up after we left with decisions that were made or thanking us for visiting. It was a really, really nice experience. 
I think people are dismissive of the value of meeting with congressional staff members, thinking that, oh, they just shoved me off on the staff person, the member of Congress, you know, didn't think I was important enough to meet with themselves. But you saw firsthand, those staff members really know what's going on. Yeah, the staff members, I feel like, are kind of the more integral people to meet with sometimes. They're the the expert on that issue or who's advising that politician on those issues. And so sometimes there's even more value in meeting with them because they're, they understand and kind of have a grasp or a background in what you're talking about. And then they're better able to convey that to the congressmen and women who are there. Talk about your education and career path. Where have you been and where are you going? Yeah. So I did my undergraduate career at the University of Virginia's College at Wise. I majored in biochemistry and also majored in history. Um, Going into college, like I said earlier, I wanted to be a history professor. So I was pursuing that and then fell in love with science through a program called the Early College Academy. Um, It was a really great program at UVA Wise where high school seniors could take college level classes at UVA Wise um, in person and in a cohort of students. And it was really a nice bridge from high school into college and something that I think set me up for success in my undergraduate career. Um, So I was at UVA Wise for those four years and um, really enjoyed that experience and then took a gap year and have been working as a clinical research coordinator at UVA and serving as the student member on the board. And then was recently accepted to the University of Virginia for their dual master's program for a master of public health and a master of public policy. So that's the next step. Well, congratulations on getting in there. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really excited. Now, you talked about the program that allowed you to take some college classes while you're still in high school. What else do you think could be done at the local, state, or even national level to encourage rural students to consider health careers? I think providing infrastructure and support for students in rural areas to be able to access higher education. That was one of the biggest barriers for me. I knew in high school that I wanted to go to college, but I was trying to figure out how to finance it. Um, And that's really one of the big reasons that I was interested in the Early College Academy program, because I failed to mention earlier, but if you completed that program successfully, you got a full scholarship to attend UVA-wise for four years. Um, oh. a, yeah, so <laughs> a, a pretty big draw um, and something that for me, I saw that as my way to go to college because my parents instilled in me from a really young age the importance of education. Um, and then I was trying to figure out how to get there. And so that program really allowed me to, one, just be prepared me for college, but two, it made college accessible for me. And for that, I'm really thankful. And I think similar programs, even if just in some aspects, if it can't be a full scholarship, just something to encourage students or make them see that it is doable and having that support in place for students who might not come from a family that can finance a full college education as prices continue to increase year after year. What advice would you give to high school students who are pondering careers related to health and healthcare? I think the biggest piece of advice that I could give people is just to try it. 
healthcare is such a large field that there's so many different places you can get involved. And some of the experiences that I've had have really shaped and directed me into what I'm interested in health. I thought when I started out, you know, that I wanted to be a surgeon and then I shadowed in surgery. And while I still thought it was interesting, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Um, So I think trying as many different things as you can, volunteering at medical clinics was one of the things that really inspired me to pursue that interest. Um, I volunteered with RAM while they were in WISE for a few years, the remote area medical clinic. And really, again, I think it was being exposed to rural healthcare issues that inspired me to keep going. But I know for other people, they got to be involved in the pharmacy there or in the dental area. And so I think just exploring your interest and then going from there. And if you could do anything, what would you do to improve health and healthcare in rural America? I've been waiting for this one. I I listened to the podcast and I'm like, wow, it's such a good question, but such a difficult question. I want to give a realistic answer uh, because there's so many things that could be done. But I think for me, and since I've been thinking on it, Improving the workforce and expanding the ability for certain occupations to be able to practice in rural areas, expanding what RNs can do and supporting them for being hired in health clinics, um, expanding the role of community health workers, supporting the Virginia Department of Health and agencies alike in rural areas that can hire and train those people, um, and realizing the value in all sorts of healthcare professionals, um, not just physicians um, and nurse practitioners, which are vital, but also realizing the importance that RNs and community health workers, dietitians, nutritionists play in, in overall healthcare and supporting people and guiding them in those career paths. All right. You gave me a realistic answer. What's your wave a magic wand answer? I think a wave a magic wand, if I could fix anything in rural healthcare, and it just be fixed, I think, equitable access. I think if parts of rural America had the same access to places, I think if Wise Virginia had the same access to clinical trials that UVA does and making things like that more equitable, that that would be amazing. Well, thank you for being here today, Josh. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. That's Joshua Cray with his vision for improved rural health. I am pleased to announce that Josh, along with Sean Thurston, will be staying on the BRHA board for a second term. They will be joined by other students from UVA, the Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine, the Virginia Tech MPH program, the Eastern Virginia Medical School, and Roanoke College as the student board representatives for the upcoming academic year. To learn more about VRHA board members, visit our website and click the VRHA tab at the top of the page. 